Hey everyone, I'm Colette. And I'm Sarah, and this is The Watchlet. It's a show where we're going to talk about film and TV. Why, Colette? Why? Because, well, I'm actually a legitimate film critic here in Las Vegas. And I minored in film, and we're both huge film fans, we're big nerds, film and TV, so, you know, we thought we'd get together and talk about it. Um, why what is a watch list well when you know when you're having a conversation with people about movies and tvs you've watched and you always end up saying oh i haven't watched that let yet and like oh you've got to oh it's on my watch list or have you watched this it's on my watch list so we're gonna start with talking about our watch list go ahead colette what are you watching all right so you want to know what i'm watching or what i want to watch i want to know both (laughs) <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i want your watch list i want to know what you're watching right now this is where everything derails you know what i'm watching right now all right we're off script now <laughs> we are off script guys no what i am watching right now currently if you haven't watched it i don't know it's I, honestly this show it doesn't get enough credit dickinson on apple tv i'm not watching that you're not watching that. about it you should add that to your watch list because okay, it's so I have good. Apple TV, so. and it stars miss Haley steinfeld yeah. who you can see right now in hawkeye so there you go i think you should add that to your watch list i'm adding it to my watch list do it right what else now are you watching right now okay another one on apple tv because you know i'm a broadway nerd shmigadoom weird name good show I have heard good things. Again, that's another one I'm not watching. Um, I wasn't sure. It looks so cheesy. I did too. And you know what? So what I do is I usually give myself 30 minutes in the morning to get ready. I should have more, but I end up sleeping in late. And I usually just put on anything. And those Mm. episodes are like 30 minutes. And I figured, oh, it's background noise. But I put it on and I got super invested. And the songs are super catchy. I, uh, you know, I mean, when I'm, when I'm in a, when I'm in a bright mood, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. You know, I'll what? Give it a try. I, it, it, you should try it. I, I think, I think. You Isn't should. Fred Armistead's in that? He is. And he's fantastic. Yeah. I think that was what I was like, oh, maybe everybody's in it. it. Everybody's in it. And there's like really? a whole bunch of SNL people, um, a lot of Broadway people, if you know, like Aaron Tveit and yeah. Ariana DeBoss, oh, wow. who's going to be in uh, West Side Story. Wow. So, and Kristen okay. Chenoweth. We love oh, a good nice. Kristen Chenoweth moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like she's in a lot of things. She's been she's been popping up here and there lately. Yeah, she has. All right. Anything else you want to add to it? Uh, so those are my TV shows that I'm watching right now. Uh, what are you watching? Um, okay. I have a couple. I'll go through them really quickly. I <laughs> I'm watching Hawkeye, which I know you yes. are too. Uh, yes. I watched episode three today. I did not um, watch it yet. No spoilers. No spoil. Oh, no spoilers. But um, you know, it's it's better than I thought it would be, and Isn't I really and I, I was wondering, am I really going to care about this character that much? And they find a way to actually make you invested in it, right? Because he's like different than the other ones. He, he has. Is, I always liked him though. He gets a bad rap. I don't know why people hate him so much. I don't dislike him. I like him, but I, you know, obviously they don't, you know, feature him a lot. Like he got his moment in um, Ultron. I believe don't with Wanda with Wanda um is it not Ultron what's the one where they go to the farm yeah that was Ultron okay yeah that's what I thought when they go to the farm and meet his family and they show more and more depth to him and I think that's a big part of his character you know he's he feels like more of the everyday or the 
the everyday hero have you know because he has a family he's very much more relatable than tony stark who's a billionaire don't you love that his wife is in on it yes but i also love her i do too because i I mean like off subject real quick dead to me one of the best shows and i can't wait for it to start again oh yeah i love dead to me watch that one so good but also freaks (laughs) and geek yes old school no that was i just can't she's like so good in that it was just i love watching that show um up on that show (laughs) yeah so i'm watching hawkeye uh i this is this is shameless um i'm watching i'm still watching riverdale (laughs) okay Um, i'm trying to finish i'm watching the season before this new one right now the if you're like trying because it's cringy and like off the rails then this this little special five episode thing is like beyond that like did they jump the shark yeah believe (laughs) it or not yeah well they're they're doing this whole like twilight zone thing where this isn't a spoiler because it's all over their campaigning but it's like this twilight zone type thing where when you even start the first episode it's a five episode special thing and when you start the first episode they explain to you that this this story takes place in a town called River Vale that is different okay. than the town of Riverdale and I think that's their excuse to do more paranormal stuff I'm on the aliens right now that's where I'm at yeah okay well this goes <laughs> and I only started Believe re-watching it, it because of our last conversation <laughs> and because of that thing that I sent you on TikTok <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, believe it or not, they go beyond that um, with spiritual stuff, which, like, before they, like, had this spiritual stuff, but they've, like, reasoned with it, and it always ends up where there's, like, a a reasonable explanation, but, like, this, it's, like, straight up mythology and the devil and stuff, and as many people know, Sabrina Spellman's supposed to show up. Yeah, I did see that in the promo. Yeah. And so, and, and, you know, Sabrina is like her show, everything is as it is. It's not, haven't finished you know, it. centered in reality. That is shameful. I'm sorry. I tried. That is shameful. You know, what do I you keep, mean you tried? That show's so good. It was good. And then I just got bored. I'm sorry. I, I keep trying to go back to it. I do. I okay, want, well, I want to whatever. love it. I want to love it. And I'm going to keep trying, that, you know, in that show, it is what it is. You know, they're witches. They're really witches and they're yeah. really, you know, a Satan and hell and stuff like that. While in Riverdale, it's all like, they set it up as mythology, like the past season, they set up something yeah. mythological Gargoyle. and always turns around that it's like a Scooby-Doo kind of thing where they pull the hat, they pull the bag off the real villain's head, you know? Um, but this season, um yeah has more like oh yeah it's like there's an episode with la llorona <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> you're not seriously yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> this yeah. is what we've come to on riverdale <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like no like oh it's just a bit nope i thought, she's really I thought we there. hit rock bottom with aliens <laughs> actually no, no 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 i'll take that back i thought we hit rock bottom with gargoyle king that was just oh, yeah, god awful <laughs> and the mothman and stuff no no no, no. yeah Terrible. so they're uh they've 
I don't want to say jump the shark quite. I mean, they probably have like a million times. I think once you, I think once a show jumps the shark and just keeps going with it past longer run than their original regular season, <laughs> then that's just the show, you know? Yeah. I feel like right. Legends of Tomorrow did that. Like, I, that's what I haven't watched. See, I love that show only because they realized that they're weirdos and they just kept going with it. And they're like, let's just do the most insane thing possible and just keep going yeah. with it. Yeah, I feel like a show hasn't jumped the shark. But they're self-aware of it. it. That's the funny part. Oh, then that's just, that was planned. <laughs> um, okay, quickly, I'm watching this. I don't watch a whole lot of reality. I, okay, cue mm-hmm. all the gasps. I don't watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I'm not I don't interested either. in it. Okay, good. I'm glad I don't we got care that about out of the it. Way. Sorry, guys. Don't care about it. I, I watched it once because that guy was eating a yam during one of the rose ceremonies, and I thought that was hilarious. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> and I'm not watching any Real Housewives or anything like that. Nope, I Just, don't do that. Yeah, either. good. So, my only reality show that I really like is a Bravo show. It's called Below Deck. Okay. It is about, I'm going to make this as short as possible. It's about super yacht, mega yachts, like rich people's yachts. Okay. So rich okay. people buy these like million dollar yachts, which are like mansions on the water. And they, they hire crews and like, like boat crews and they'll rent it out for yachting season. And so these insanely rich people will rent the yacht for like two or three days and the show is about the people who work on the boat so like below deck that's where the crew works oh okay so it's like the fun people i guess so it's about the crew so really essentially the reason i like it is because the crew is always these like um they're like hard workers they're people who've been in the yachting industry but they're like kind of um they're let me think of the way to say this they're like high maintenance people like -hmm. the crew's high maintenance and they have to wait on extremely high maintenance people and that's what's funny to me because it's like these are really high maintenance people that have to do crazy things um and i'm obsessed with it i think it's so good it's so dramatic and you might watch it yeah it's not quite the like people screaming at each other all the time it's like i can't do that i can't yeah yeah i mean they get in fights don't get me wrong but it's not like yeah it's not it's not quite the same but anyways i recommend it it's on um bravo they actually have two spinoffs called there's below deck there's below deck mediterranean and there's below deck sailing so they're like sailboats that are yachts so they have to deal with like the boat turning and uh, yeah anyways so yeah that's my watching list um and then if you want to know what my to watch list is uh this is where you know Things that I've been wanting to watch and just haven't, and it's things that are out. Um, <laughs> number one, Colette, Dear Evan Hansen. Ooh, you still have not this. watched Dear Evan Hansen. haven't watched you it. Haven't I watched saw it. And Platt try to be a teenager? What? <laughs> Blasphemy. I I, it's on um, like, I could rent it on the movies, but I still think it's kind of expensive. It hasn't come out for rent yet. Honestly, I would just, I mean, it was all right. Just wait until no, I'll you probably, watch it I'll for probably, cheaper. Yeah, like the, when it's down to like $4 or whatever. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. probably watch it then. It's a, it's a good $4 movie. Yeah. Sorry, Evan yeah, Hansen. Yeah, I, just, I am an Evan Hansen fan, but like that movie had some issues. <laughs> it's 
what I've heard. I think that's what it's issues that was not him. That's what stopped me from um, chancing going to a theater. I think and spending the money. I just that I was like, is it worth it? I think if you're gonna do a musical, you need to have somebody behind the camera that understands musicals. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Who directed that? It was uh... Stephen Chabosky. Oh, the guy who wrote Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh, the guy who wrote it? He like wrote the, Perks the book? of Being a Wallflower, the and book. he directed the movie. <laughs> I remember reading the book, Perks of Being a Wallflower, in, like, junior high, and then I, I never it, saw the movie. Because I read it, it as a senior in high school. I definitely read it in, like, junior high, and I remember seeing the trailer for the movie, and I was like, Hermione. This doesn't look, oh, well, there was that. That was that stunt casting that I was like, I don't know about this. That was pure stunt casting. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know about this. Um, okay, uh, my next on my watch list, and this is on both of ours. We just mentioned this before we started recording. Which one? I forgot um, already. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yes, that is on my watch list. <laughs> that is that is for rent right now, and it's only like 4 or $5. But I don't know why I keep hesitating to rent it. And I think it's because when I go to rent it, and we'll talk about this later, but you know, mm-hmm. there's really only one reason why we want to watch that movie and we'll talk about it later. Yes. Um, one sole reason. <laughs> and every time I go to push play to rent it, I think, you know what? I should watch another movie with that person in it. And yep. I always find them for free and they're way better. And we're going to talk about that too, because I watched two movies now. When I talked to you earlier, it was one, it's two. And I have a lot to say. Okay. Um, okay. I'm excited. Make this- yeah okay make this quick house of gucci you saw it yes i did reviewed it um tell me why i should watch house of gucci okay it's not what you think it is Um, adam 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 driver can't be the number one reason adam driver will be the number one reason for you i know you love him you i love him but i like gaga too yeah she runs that movie (laughs) i can't speak today Okay, she was the best part of the movie, hands down. Her yeah. Jared Leto gave an awesome performance. They carried the movie. I, I actually and I love both of them. I just made a TikTok about why it wasn't as good as it could have been, and I'm gonna post it later, uh, and I will be doing a full review of it later. But my problem is, it thought it it felt like it should have been a camp movie, but it wasn't a camp <gasps> movie. because it also wasn't a very dramatically luxurious movie either so it was somewhere in the middle okay you know what i compare it to the assassination of gianni versace i wish it was like that so i wish it was like ryan murphy should have directed this without spoilers I guess to either of them. Oh, spoiler alert, it's about real life. Someone dies. <laughs> Someone's assassinated. <laughs> Someone's uh, dead. <laughs> uh, how, what do you think Murphy did that got it right? Okay. Because if you think about it, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're basically almost, this, uh, not quite, but yeah. they're, they're very similar plots in that a fashion designer's assassinated. Kind well, of. not a designer, well, but like, it's you a know, little bit you, different. You know of how they get to it but i think the storytelling was there in mm-hmm. versace or versace as it's supposed to be <laughs> um whatever <laughs> um but the storytelling was there and ryan murphy can do that he can tilt that line of camp and not camp 
because he's Ryan uh, Murphy and he knows how to watch, do it. Didn't watch the prom and I'm not regretting it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's where he failed miserably. <laughs> miserably. Everybody has to have a failure. That was just the only thing he understands is music and I liked some of the things about the prom. I have my issues with the prom as well because I'm a fan of the show. Um, but he there let's put it also this way (laughs) the movie tried to be super dramatic and Mm. by doing that they tried to like mute all the colors and i mean this is gucci we're talking about i needed it vibrant i needed it luxurious and there was no good music like the freaking red carpet for the movie yeah like huh yeah it wasn't like that at all and oh, like that's okay when i think of like how i want something about a fashion industry or designer done i think of that opening scene of the assassination of versace where you know mm. he kind of it, it's all set it's all set to that like intense music i think it's adiago and g minor and it has him like walking to the pool and going into the pool and it's just so dramatic mm, yeah like something could happen at any moment right there was none of that in Gucci. But Lady Gaga was fantastic. I think I'll watch it for Lady Gaga. And um, Adam Driver. And, I, and Adam Driver. We have an obsession with Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, we'll get we'll get more into that, too, when we, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we'll break down your favorite Adam Driver moments. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. Um, I know there is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then... A couple others that I won't go into too much detail. The show Hacks, it did really well at the Emmys, so I feel like I should watch it. Yeah. Um, Euphoria, just because, I don't know, I didn't really know it was a thing until Zendaya started getting, like, mass attention and Emmys and Golden Globes or whatever all she got. It's good, but I don't get the hype. I'll be honest. People hate me You watched it? I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I'll sometimes lightly. i just feel uneasy watching it because they're like teenagers and i'm like mm, like skins Ooh. did you watch the show skins? yes oh but not okay so the the uk version didn't creep me out as I watched much the UK version. but the, but the, US the u.s version i, I couldn't watch, watch it version. i couldn't watch it i watched the uk version for nicholas holt same that's the only reason i watched it absolutely same but it was good it was good um you'll notice that we watch a lot of things based on who's in them uh yes. that's my first but, question who is in it but not just who is in it that doesn't make us like that no, or whatever doesn't. it just helps you know you know it's so it does movie, you know it there's does. a whole like yeah i have, have a reason, reason to watch you know yeah and this is what i'm avoiding until i'm not gonna watch it until it's free on disney plus and that's eternals it's worth it though i think I, i'm still gonna wait till it's i know it is i know i know you will it's free 99 it also has its issues but it's 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 worth the watch i'll say okay. especially because you're a marvel fan yeah yeah so yeah well yeah all right colette your turn what's on your watch list on my watch list we have let me get it <laughs> i actually want to start i realized I, I just did all apple tv things but i do want to watch the shrink next door because paul rudd's in it oh yeah and it's will ferrell i'm not the biggest will ferrell fan okay okay he had his he had his moment in the sun he did you know it's just like I, I just can't watch a lot. I can watch okay. you know tiny tastes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that looks really good. Um, so that's a TV show I am waiting for. Haven't and watched that yet either. 
Yeah, I, I need to. And then, okay, we mentioned Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's that's <laughs> on there. It's on my watch list. And also Last Night in Soho. Ooh, that one I'm like on the fence about. I'm on the I fence. Mean, the story looks good. Yeah. Um, I've heard some things, not great things, and I've heard some mm-hmm. okay things. I haven't yeah. heard I haven't heard raving things, but I I like to make up my own mind. I just something's keeping me from watching it and I know I have to. I don't know, it looks like an interesting story, but it almost kind of looks like the movie like a movie where they show all the good parts in the trailer. Yeah, I feel that way. Yeah. I think that's what's stopping me cuz I'm like I I like Edgar Wright. Don't get me wrong. I Baby Driver is probably one of my favorites. I haven't um, seen that either. But I, I, uh, I don't know. Something's stopping me. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I don't. I don't yeah. know what it is. My other one, and I'm not sure if it's actually out yet. Um, Cyrano. It has a Peter Dinklage in it, and it's a it's a little musical. Oh, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Is it called um, Cyrano? Peter Dinklage is in it. Yeah, I'm trying to. Find I it. there's something that I saw that was coming out with him in it that I was it, like, oh, I want to watch that. Is it medieval? Like, yeah, it it's medieval? a medieval musical. I mean, oh, it's right up my alley. Musical. It is like it, it's That's like they the said. You know what? Too. It said the person that made that was like, you know what? We have a little little theater nerd that's a Game of Thrones fan. <laughs> they were thinking of you that we i love that Peter we Dinklage. want to put this He's amazing oh my gosh i'm looking at the pictures the stills from the movie it, on and it looks fun the coloring looks beautiful it looks fun right i don't know if it looks fun but it looks like i want to watch it. it well yeah i mean well the the trailer looked like okay it looked like um okay i don't know the full story i um i like theater but like i, I like don't know what this is but i think it just looks like entertaining let me read you the synopsis on IMDb. A man ahead of his time, Cerno de Bergerac, dazzles whether the ferocious wordplay at a verbal joust, Game of Thrones, or Love a brilliant it. sword play in a duel, not Game of Thrones. Literally Game of but Thrones. Con- well, he can't use a sword in that, really. Um, but convinced that his appearance renders him unworthy of the love of a devoted friend, the luminous Roxanne. Cyrano has yet to declare his feelings for her, and Roxanne has fallen in love at first sight with Christian. Christian. All right. All right. I'm, I'm all for this. It, it seems very um, not Romeo and Juliet. What's the other one? Is it much much ado about nothing? But like not <laughs> the other Shakespeare. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I know what to take on something. I just don't know what it is. um, Did I just, I I can't think of, did I just not see the trailer? But I've definitely seen pictures for this and it looks good. I've seen the trailer, but it it looks good. And I mean, okay, so it's the same director as two of my favorite movies of all time. Pride and Prejudice and Atonement. I have a lot to say about Atonement. I I love Atonement so much. I don't know if we should get into it now, but I have so many opinions about atonement i kind of want to know so maybe we get into it now (laughs) i love and hate that movie i I love love and hate it there's so it's the story i guess it's the story that is the hate part because it's saoirse ronan just being uh like a terrible sister 
there's it's just and the ending is so just like oh, oh, the ending. no spoilers no spoilers but the ending i'm like ah i guess it's old enough I feel it's like old we enough. should come up we should come up with a like how old is it before we can like say spoilers spoiler bruce willis be... was a ghost the entire time um <laughs> like stuff like that but uh it, it came out in 2007 so i only recently watched atonement within the last 12 months and i don't remember really it. yeah okay. yeah I saw and it in so, theaters. That was a life-changing experience. That was a James McAvoy life-changing experience. I was, I was busy. <laughs> that was when Facebook came out. So I was busy. <laughs> that was my Kira Knightley phase in life where I just wanted to watch every movie she was in because I thought she was uh, so cool. What? You know what? We'll eventually go down this rabbit hole, but I've had those. I went through a Johnny Depp phase. Okay. And that's why I watched that one movie that introduced me into that one person. So and okay. I'm sorry to okay. be cryptic. But I don't want to start get this conversation it. because it's gonna like be forever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yes, I totally get that. But Atonement, it's a great movie. It's beautifully shot. So gorgeous. Um, there's just so many things about it that make me mad, and it's you know <laughs> the setup to the main plot. The fact I think it's a movie that could have like it's a story that could have been resolved if somebody would just sit down and have a damn conversation. Yeah, it's one of those. But you know what? I still. It holds a place in my heart. How do you, how do you get caught in a compromising position by your little sister and not stop or go back to explain what was going on? Like, I know the whole, the whole, the storyline of the movie is that they're, um, that they're sisters with not really a good connection and it's probably an age thing you know, because they're very far apart in age, but it's like, how do you not, <laughs> how do you not explain? I love that you, like, just told me that, and that image just as vividly in my head right now of her in the green dress, <laughs> like James McAvoy. In the library, <laughs> In right? the library. And, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, that dress is iconic. Okay, so I just read Evelyn Hugo, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and and they kept talking about, like, the green dresses, and, like, all I could picture was Kira Knightley in that green dress during that whole book. If I think about green dresses, yes, Kira Knightley, um, Natalie Portman, and the other Bolin girl, yes, and then absolutely. Gone with the Wind, Gone with the Wind, gone with the wind. drapes. The drapes. Um, yeah. Those are my iconic green dresses that I can yeah. think of. But yes, that Keira Knightley dress is absolutely stunning. But I mean, that movie just makes me mad. I I think it's a movie that I, I'm glad I watched. I appreciate that I watched it, but I don't know if I could watch it again. Because I, I think I'd just be angry the whole time. <laughs> At the end, when the credits start rolling, I'm like, are you kidding me? That's how it ends. It's honestly one of those movies that I put on when I'm having like a lazy Sunday. And I just want to watch something that's just going to be lazy right with me because <laughs> they're so lazy that they can't talk to each other yeah i was trying to think on that what i put on on lazy sundays it's um my favorite movie of all time big fish i love big fish. tim burton movie um ewan mcgregor who's amazing uh, my favorite actress of all time helena bonham carter's in that movie um that's probably what i put on okay i'm bored just it's I also Pride and Prejudice is my other like Sunday, yeah, or midnight okay. movie. Okay, I could see that. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, um, that movie did a lot for me growing up. <laughs> yeah, it did a lot for a lot of theater girls. I mean, the hand, uh, the hand. <laughs> oh, in the when they're in the rain. 
like when he gets out of the carriage and he like offers her his hand and he's not supposed to and then it just has that tight shot of his hand i can't think of that you can't that's like the best scene i guess i need to rewatch it i always just get annoyed with kitty in that movie so i just remember that Kira knightley was saying that she had dyslexia or has dyslexia and it Hmm. took her a long time to get that speech down (laughs) so that's all i think about when this became a Kira knightley talk sorry no it's okay she's a great great actress um she has uh she's gonna come up again um okay so let's do is she gonna you know what again? she is gonna come up again and I, that's how i'm gonna transition into this next topic let's do and it kind of the, not the right order we'll get to um our big upcoming movie lately later okay mm-hmm. i teased you earlier this week um about a movie i watched that i was super excited about and yes you would not tell me like, this movie I feel like this movie for some reason made a huge impact on me and because we're talking about Keira Knightley I know what I'm gonna bring it up never let me go go. Mm. this movie I had never heard of this movie um so obviously when it came out I had you know no idea um and the only reason i watched it is our big topic of the day and that's andrew garfield we have an andrew garfield ex- ex- like obsession yes. especially lately and i've gone down a rabbit hole with the whole thing he's got a lot of great movies that have come out this year and are coming out um maybe um and <laughs> so this week you know i was bored or weekend whatever it was that i watched these movies i was bored and i was like i'm gonna look up some other of his movies because there are a lot of his movies i haven't seen well there's yeah. a lot not a lot but there's some really good ones i haven't seen so um i watched first one i watched was never let me go that movie i <laughs> i cried like a baby that movie is so impactful that movie and it's just like guys i don't know i don't know it's not like the saddest movie i've ever seen but it just like something about it really got to me and i think it's because andrew garfield and carrie mulligan are such good actors i hated Keira knightley in that movie can i I share a secret i impulse bought that and i still haven't watched it you've not seen it (laughs) (laughs) it is on my watch list you need to unwrap that movie tonight. I do I do I do I was Colette, an impulse buy now I can't I even still... talk about why it makes me sad I'm sorry I'm sorry okay I will just say that I cried during that movie and then now like if I sit here and think about the scenes that made me cry I could start crying oh no so it's one of, I gotta be prepared mentally maybe <laughs> but like carrie mulligan <laughs> i love carrie mulligan i, I, I love, love carrie mulligan too but she's one of the actresses that i feel like always looks she always looks worried yeah she's a fantastic she's gorgeous she's a fantastic actress she's great in everything she's in but she has this face that she looks like she's super worried on the bout of crying and it's perfect it works for her it works like for the that whole, movie probably i can't i read the great gatsby literally the week before i watched the movie really yeah because i wanted to know obviously what it was about yeah and so then i watched the movie and you know fresh off reading the book so now when i think daisy buchanan i can only think carrie mulligan mm. even though i did read the book beforehand um and i can't decide if daisy buchanan was supposed to have such a sad face 
I haven't read that book since high school. Yeah, yeah, so um, I can't. But anyways, so she just has this darling sad face. Um, it is a darling it, face, though. She, yeah, um, did you see um, Promising Young Woman? Yes. That movie's great. She was enjoyed it. Yes, she was so good. Perfect casting. Perfect casting. Yeah, that was a perfect casting. Um, yes, that was so good. Such a good movie. But anyways, um, she's in it. So she's never let me go. She's in it. Karen Knightley's in it. Andrew Garfield. They're the three main Mm -hmm. characters. Um, Andrew Garfield looks like a baby in it. Oh, is he a little baby? Absolutely, absolutely adorable. Baby Andrew Garfield. I just like. Colette, I just I wish you had seen it. So I know, I, I know. Go into more of the details tonight. You like honestly, you should get off this call and watch it because it is just like oh, it's I, so as good. As soon as you it's... said, I was trying to link in my head what movie were they in together, and then it popped in my head as soon as you started saying the name, and I was like, oh, never let me go. I forgot. Oh, it's so I completely good. Did. I and I love both of them, and I still can't believe that I haven't watched it. It's amazing. Ugh. It's amazing. Um, it makes me cry. Uh, and by the way, speaking and, you know, of Carrie Mulligan, if you haven't watched the episode Blink of Doctor Who, you need to get on that. Um, I haven't watched any Doctor Who. You so, just need to watch uh, that one episode. You don't need to okay, watch anything watch else. It. Okay. I feel like either you've told me that before, or I've heard that before, um, that that episode's amazing. Um, okay. I will get on that. But um, a biggest part, like besides the story of this movie, um carrie mulligan and andrew garfield's a really good crying actor yes that guy like you have these actors who like oof really putting it on and then he like you can like they could just do a shot and they kind of do in this movie that a shot of his face going from happy to realization to worry to crying and it just stay on him and it just oh my god it's amazing. And there's something about a believable man crying that makes me cry. He also just has a nice face and he doesn't he doesn't well, have yes. an ugly cry face. No, because it's so real. It's so real. I want to know, I want to do a masterclass with him and I want to know what he thinks about because I was... It's just um, so like sincere. I want to know what Andrew Garfield thinks about or does i want to know what his method is because it's so natural looking and it gets me i gotta stop thinking about it i'll watch it and then on our next episode i'll tell you what i thought great right review it for me i'll Um, review it for you and then the second andrew garfield movie i watched yesterday amazing movie under the silver lake under the silver lake that's the one i've been trying to watch and where is it now i had to watch it. it Oh, you had so okay so never let me go is right now you and listeners never let me go is on hbo max so if you have hbo max you can watch it for free um and then under the silver lake is mm. i had to rent it on itunes it was 99 okay. cents <laughs> i'm going to rent that because i i was that I saw that and i was like i want to watch trip. it is that it? movie's a trip but it's so good it's a very like it's a mystery Mm. and it's a craziness at every turn and you're slowly basically watching Andrew Garfield's character I mean I sympathize with him because he kind of he doesn't go completely crazy but he kind of like has moments where he feels like he's insane 
during okay. this journey of finding this mystery out and i believe it too i felt like i was insane watching this movie it is it, centered in la it's a very la movie right that's what it looked like it's it very, very LA. la yeah, yeah. he lives the struggling i wouldn't say struggling artist i don't even know what his character is supposed to be doing for a living <laughs> but um he's a struggling la person and he goes on this journey to find this girl that disappeared and he ends up at a bunch of like parties at like popular LA spots. Um, and then, you know, deals with like rich people and like it's rich people, conspiracies, underground kind of things. Um, it's a wild trip, but it's so good. Okay. I'm going to so have to watch it. I would watch never let me go first and then rent and that. then watch under the silver lake. Um, yeah, I was, I was, into it the whole time on the edge of my seat what's going to happen next there's a lot of wtf moments there's some gross stuff in it so be careful it's worth it's worth the rent 99 cents yes it's worth the rent (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's worth the rent um but yeah it's got a lot of shock and awe okay Um, it's kind of a thriller i guess okay i would say it's kind of a thriller it's campy that's it looked certain. campy. It's campy. Um, it, the trailer looked campy. That's why I was like, is it a thriller? Or is this camp? It's a camp thriller mystery. The best kind. Say. Yeah. The best kind. Yeah, I would definitely say so. Okay. But it's like, it, it it's an attention, it gets, it, it keeps your attention the whole time. Okay. I can't even think of a boring moment. It's like, just wild and you see andrew (laughs) garfield there's a lot of butt shots in it okay (laughs) there's a lot of nudity in it oh really a lot of mostly female nudity yeah so if you're not if you're that's a that's a you know rate a warning for anybody going to watch this you're gonna see a lot of female nudity you're gonna see andrew garfield's butt a lot um is it his or is it a double because you know they hire doubles sometimes. I'm curious. He seems like the kind of actor who'd be for it. Okay. Right? But I could see it. Okay. Because obviously you're looking. If I ever behind, meet right? him, I'm going to ask him. It's my first question. In, in, in <laughs> under double? the silver lake. How many times under is it your butt lake? or someone else's butt? Because you have a butt double. For some reason, there's be a lot honest. of stories. He's running around naked. <laughs> He does a lot of running in the movie. He's like running away from If you things. could see his profile, then yeah, it's probably him. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, straight straight from the back. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. no, you're not going to see any frontal Andrew Garfield in this movie at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But you're looking it's... respectfully. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It's not even like a try to find thing. No, not even. Not even a pause and you might see it. No, no, they... Um, which makes me think maybe it was a double. I don't know. But um, it's you a know what I like? I like a good old baby Andrew Garfield in Imaginarium of Dr. Yes, Manassas. yes. That's what, with my Johnny Depp phase, that's when, that's yep. when I like introduce Also Heath Ledger, like. Into great. that. Yeah. So I watched that movie because that's the movie that Heath Ledger was filming. Yeah. And then when he, died. he died. When he died. So they had to get creative to recast him so they recast him with three other people they recast him with johnny depp um colin Colin farrell Farrell. and jude law Mm -hmm. 
and they wrote it, it was very really well into good the movie. idea what they did yeah i was, was impressed i was impressed yeah so that was my introduction into andrew garfield in that i watched the movie for johnny depp and to the heath ledger thing of all um he was and so i took cute it away it. i took it away yeah because he's like the sympathetic he male is. character he's the i want the girl but i'm not gonna get the girl male yeah. character yeah and so, so and i love that, in that adorable movie. he is so we love a baby face and we say baby he was like it is 20s probably i know that movie and i think his character but he's is just so cute to, how old is his character supposed to be like 18 i can't remember i think it it was a how teenager old's the, how old's the female character supposed to be because she's supposed to be young right you know, I haven't watched that movie in so long. I can't remember I mean, either. how I young about they were watching, supposed to be. I thought about watching it last night, but then I just... I, I have it. I need to find that DVD and pop that in because... But if you haven't seen the movie, the movie's called The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. It's also a trip. It's, it's, it's very tri- trippy. It's way more of a trip than Under the Silver Lake. <laughs> it's like the whole that. movie is supposed to be a trip. And I can't even like really tell you the plot because it's so weird. It's just about this traveling yeah, sideshow. It's like I a traveling. Be able to. Let's see what let's see what IMDB has for the plot. Yes, because, the plot. Um, uh, and it's literally a sentence. Ready? Great. A traveling theater company gives its audience much more than they were expecting. <laughs> That's the plot. Great. On IMDB. Great. So they can't even very- describe it. Yeah, it's very interesting <laughs> how they dealt with the Heath Ledger situation. Yeah. So Heath Ledger plays this like con man who's like running from people who want to kill him, and he comes upon this traveling Boxing. theater. It's like yeah, it's like the old timey circus where they have like a like a a trailer thing, and they stop, and the trailer turns into this stage. It's like one of those. Yeah, and so they save him from something, and then he starts hanging out with them. And he kind of decides like, oh, I can help or I can con people out of money if I work with them or whatever. So it's like, it's weird. There's like the main guy, Dr. Parnassus, maybe a wizard. I'm not really sure. (laughs) I don't think they ever clarified what he is. He's some kind of mythical thing. And basically part of their stage is this mirror. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like an archway kind of thing. But it's, it's hard it's to a describe portal. what it is. It's like a portal. Yeah. And when you go into it, you are in this like wonderland of a world. Mm-hmm. But it when like you changes. go when you go into it, it changes your appearance. And so that's how they did this with Heath Ledger. That I guess they had filmed all of his scenes outside of the portal. And so then when he goes into the portal, he changes into Johnny Depp. And then he goes into the portal a second time and he changes into Colin Farrell. And then he goes into a third time and he changes into Jude Law. And that's how they built it into it. And I think that's really That was really smart. It was really smart. It worked for this movie. It would not work for anything else. No. Like, this it, movie, it, it works. It makes me wonder. I'm not, I haven't really deep dived into it, but it makes me wonder if that was originally a plot point that he was going to go into this portal or if they added that. I'm yeah, you know what? I never Because the that changing up. the changing of the looks, how he changes into mm-hmm. a different person, that seems like something you could easily be like, oh, what if when he mm-hmm. goes into the portal he changes look? So I'm person. wondering, I'm not really sure what the Was original it... screenplay 
Uh, you know what? That's going to be a Google, a definite Google search tonight because now I'm curious because that movie was that just movie's trip. a trip. I wouldn't say it's the best movie ever. No, but it's it's not a regrettable thing if you watch it. Like I didn't watch it. And but say, if you're Ugh. not into artistic um, stuff, artistic, you would hate it freedoms you would be like wtf what am i watching yes mm-hmm. only watch yeah. it if you're into like you have to suspend your disbelief a little oh for sure like definitely Maybe a little bit more than a little but that was my introduction into andrew garfield yep. um my biggest introduction into him was obviously the amazing spider-man so- oh i was gonna say social network did that come out before amazing spider-man it did. then yes then it was it that did. then it was that him in that all black that. suit and, he, and when he like yells it, Jesse Eisenberg about his flip flops. That scene, the iconic. Oh, well, there's iconic. that. Yeah. <laughs> that scene, every time I watch, every time I follow a lot of Instagram accounts about movie scenes or movie color palettes and stuff, anytime there's like a list of best scenes, that's always on, on it. it. For good reason. The moment he finds out he's been swindled and turns mm-hmm. to look at his face in that moment again he's like on the verge of crying he's so good he's so good everybody else was freaking out about um the Winklevoss twins um and I was over there like but Andrew Garfield though oh yeah thinking that Army Hammer was actually a twin (laughs) yeah yeah I think everybody was just like wait how do they find like guys that were twins that look like this and now There's we don't so many good people now we don't movie. speak about army hammer you know what yeah uh yeah um <laughs> that's yeah that's, that's a whole can of worms. story yeah um that movie has a lot of good people and i would say honestly it i does. think that movie might should probably be on my list of top favorite movies was it that Mara soundtrack yeah, she plays yeah. the the first scene. She was yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the girlfriend. And um, I don't know his name. I need to look up his name. Um, hold on, let me see. Yeah, that movie is so. In the soundtrack, soundtrack's great. Oh my gosh, that soundtrack is perfect to put on if you want background music. Yep. yep. Um. Also, Justin J- Timberlake. Justin in that Timberlake. Movie. <laughs> um, but I'm specifically thinking of. He plays. Divi and Arenda. He is an amazing actor. He plays Nick in Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> oh yeah, that's right. He was in Social Network. Yeah, he's the friend of the Winklevoss that's right. Yeah, he's one of the people who is um suing Mark Zuckerberg. He's an amazing actor. He's so good. He's in, in the Handmaid's Tale, amazing. And I was I totally that forgot movie. that he's in Social Network. Yep. And when you mentioned it, it like automatically went into my head. Rashida Jones is in that movie. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Brenda Song. Remember Brenda Song? Brenda Song. That was Uh, like the first time we saw Brenda Song since she disappeared from Disney. Disney. Yeah. And we're like, Brenda Song. We're like, what? Did did she Um, use the Prindle to get there? Right. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Andrew Garfield and. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Been, Silence is a movie I love and could never watch again. Because you have to be in a mood for it. It is so you slow. You have to be in a... Well, it's slow and it's dark. Dark. And it's deep. Yes. And you have to... I think if maybe if I was depressed... I think I did watch <laughs> it when I was depressed. <laughs> I just don't think I could handle it again. It was. It's not a movie where you're like, hmm, what should I watch today? And you're like, hmm, Silence. 
No. It's <laughs> an extremely good movie. Martin Scorsese, Andrew Garfield, it's Adam gorgeous Driver, too. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, um, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Isn't Javier Bordem yes. in it? Um briefly. There's a lot of people in it. Well, those are the only ones I can think of. Gorgeous. It's, gorgeous. I don't know if I would say gorgeous. I mean, it's pretty to look at. It's dark. It's a it's dark, so dark movie, but it's pretty to look at. So if you haven't seen Beautifully Silence, shot. I mean, like everything Martin Scorsese does is, um, yeah. basically yeah. it's about two Portuguese priests who go to Japan in the 17th century when Christianity is outlawed. Yep. Completely outlawed. Like, they kill any Christians they find, and they torture them to admit that they're Christians. So Liam Neeson um, gets kidnapped and Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver, two young priests who get sent to find him. And along the way, they um, convert people to Christianity, which is extremely dangerous because they could get murdered. Mm -hmm. And they end up finding this underground um, string, I don't know, underground community of Christian Japanese people, Japanese Christians who are begging them to teach them more about Christianity. And it's extremely dangerous because mm -hmm. they will all be murdered if they're found out. Um, and so they have to hide the whole movie. And so it's just, it's very dark, very slow, but it is it's very great. Slow. But it, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth a one-time watch. And Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver committed. They committed. If you've ever seen stills from the movie of adam driver it's like christian bale yeah yeah like like he, he when yeah that was definitely like andrew garfield andrew garfield's already kind of a thin guy yeah um i mean he grew that beard which he looked amazing he was a real beard real beard like you can see photos of him on red carpets with this beard and yeah. crazy hair um and then adam driver was literally a skeleton i mean that was so method I was just going to do a notable mention, Hacksaw Ridge. I haven't watched Hacksaw Ridge, and I know I need to, but when I was looking at all the movies, I have an Apple TV, so I searched Andrew Garfield, and I was watching the trailer for all the movies I haven't seen. Um, the others caught my attention more, but Hacksaw Ridge, I've heard, is one of his best performances. It is. It is. I just have to be in the mood for a war movie. It. It's, but you know what? I. It's a war movie. But it's not like your typical war movie because really? he's yeah. So basically, he's um. Well, let me get the synopsis. <laughs> uh, World War Two American and Army it also medic. has to do with. I know it's big religion movie too. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, so basically, he's a medic in the army. It's a true story. I think. I'm pretty sure it's a true story. Uh, he basically is a medic. He's the first man in American history to receive a Medal of Honor without firing one shot because he saved all these people. Because mm. he, as a Christian, doesn't believe in killing people, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. in and he saves everybody. And it's such a good movie. I thought I was going to be like, ugh. 
a war movie and then i watched it okay. like, oh this is really good definitely putting it at the top yes yes it needs to be i also watched the trailer for the movie breathe that he's in with um i still need Claire to watch Foy. that too i'll tell you what is definitely my number one but tick tick boom oh yes yes tick oh tick, my gosh boom maybe that is my new favorite it's that movie's so good and i'll tell you why i I'm a huge Read this Rent fan. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm a huge Rent fan. This movie and just came out. Just came out. It's on Netflix. Um, synopsis says, on the, cusp of, on the cusp of his 30th birthday, a promising young theater composer navigates love, friendship, and the pressures of life as an artist in New York City. But it's more than that. So, Rent was made by a man, a composer named Jonathan Larson who spent his life working on these musicals and always wanted to just be a part of the musical theater world. And he died the night before, I believe, Rent premiered on Broadway. And he never got to live to see his show become one of the most successful Broadway shows in history. And he was only 35. And he was only 35. And because it was a misdiagnosed a misdiagnosis and he died it's like a heart condition he, he was a like heart, heart condition yeah but this movie tick tick boom so basically before rent jonathan larson spent his time uh creating a musical that never saw the light of day it had one preview but it never got off the ground because it was basically uh a retelling of 19 or yeah 1984 and they couldn't get the rights for it it doesn't really say oh, that in Tick, Tick, Boom, yeah. but that's the okay. actual story. Okay. Um, yeah, in Tick, Tick, Boom, they play it off like it's too right. not sellable. They and can't I think sell it's it. copyright issues why they couldn't say mm, that. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, that that's basically what it was. And he spent his whole life doing this one musical and basically was told, no, we can't, we can't produce it. So in between writing Rent, he wrote a one-man monologue called tick tick boom kind of about his struggles throughout life and what happened is lin-manuel miranda has taken that and brought it into a film version and it's so good first of all it is so good he learned how to sing and play piano for this movie see okay i read that he already kind of knew how to sing and he learned how to sing better for the movie but the piano the piano um the piano was, yeah, yeah, new. That was and very he Ryan Gosling job. of him. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. And he does a really good, really good job. Really good job. And he looks um, like Jonathan Larson. He does. Andrew Garfield looks like a lot of people, but yeah. Um, <laughs> He's just able to transform. He does. He, does. he did a really great job. Um, yeah, that would be so good. The it's soundtrack so is so good. Good. The soundtrack. I, Can I also resi- just say it's not. Andrew Garfield related, but I think they finally cast it Vanessa Hudgens correctly in a musical. Like they casted her in her actual vocal range for once. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I don't mean that okay. to be mean. I, I thought she did okay as Maureen. She was okay as Maureen, but I, I felt like she would have been a better Mimi. Sure, I mean she did play Mimi at the Hollywood Bowl. At the Hollywood Bowl, yeah. Yeah, and, and as I watched, I was like, "Why was she casted as Maureen?" I just, I don't know. Like, ever since High School Musical, 
I feel like she's been miscast. Mm, yeah. And it's because like she's a big name and they put her in these roles and it's just because she's a big name. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not she would have been better in this role instead. And I like I uh, really you know like her. In they that. keep doing that with Ariana Grande. That's they do. How I feel they do. about Ariana Grande. I the girl I'm, has no I'm the girl doesn't have a Broadway shouldn't have a Broadway voice. She used to. That's the problem though. I had a big issue with her playing Penny in Hairspray Live because yeah. Penny the character of Penny on stage has one of the biggest voices. Yeah. She has one of the biggest um, in the, in, yeah, in the songs she's in. Yeah, um, it's true. She's the one who sings the big notes. And Ariana Grande, while she can hit high notes, they're not like, like, I don't think Ariana Grande could sing to a crowded room without a microphone. I think like, she I could. don't. I don't, I don't feel like her voice carries like a Broadway performer. You oh, know, that's, big. Yeah. Like okay, I see what you mean. Big, yeah. right? Yeah. Her voice is very soft. And while she's a I great singer. I think she singer, made it that way because of like pop music. Probably. You know what I mean? And like, that's what concerns me about her being in like musicals is the like. Her as Glinda. I think she'll do great as Glinda. I'm happy she's not Alphaba. I think that would have been a oh, miscast. Oh my God. I think that would have been a miscast. I, I'm glad that Cynthia Erivo is amazing. I love her. Have you seen Bad Times at the El Royale? No, that's on my watch list. Um, She sings, she's a singer in that movie. And okay. amazing. I've, amazing. He- I've heard her the soundtrack and it's good. Oh, well, there you go. So you- <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. That's go. all I need. Um, but, no, um, that's a good Aretha, movie. You should watch it. You should watch the. National Geographic version of the Aretha Franklin story. Anyway, back to Tick Tick Boom. Um, no, I think Andrew Garfield didn't know he could sing. Amazing. I've had 3090 on repeat for like. Me too. Two and okay, weeks. so on personal levels, I'm 29 and gonna turn 30 in about five to six months, Matt. Yep. Um, and Matt. hearing that song. Uh huh. Oh, man. <laughs> it just like doesn't it like make you feel like oh i'm seen where have i not i'm seen but what is my life kind of that, because yeah, you're listening I mean. to the words and you're like oh my god I'm so... but then I, you know i posted today on um the spotify raps came out today yeah of your top stuff and um i also posted because i watched bo burnham's inside oh have you yeah. seen that yeah it's so good and he sings the song 30 turning 30 yep um, even though he's 31 now, but whatever. So then there's another one. I'm like, what am I getting hammered with this? I mean, and now you have Adele's 30 out too. I mean, there's no song, but the whole oh, album. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, she'd have to sing about actually turning 30. Yeah. For me to... But no, yeah, I turned so... 30 like, you know, December last year. And uh, yeah, when I listened to that song, I was like, wow, all of the fills are happening exactly yeah so that's me that's me right now I'm like oh my god no I feel the same way I know um I know. but yes amazing again yeah 3090 on repeat boho days on repeat boho days um, uh therapy I can't song. listen to therapy I can't After listen I heard to it, the it one time I heard it one time and that was enough but you know what that one time was amazing <laughs> yeah I was no, like I, the- I was like dude <laughs> Lot, also, lot going on I there. like um, what's the one that they sing when they're going into Michael's new apartment? Yeah, um, uh, um, no more, no more. Yeah, great. That was a good one. That's a fun one. That was fun. 
That was a good yeah. time. But yes, but that movie's definitely really top tier. You know, Lin Manuel Miranda did a good job, and it goes back to what you said about a theater person. Theater person behind the camera. Yeah, that's where yeah. Lin, Moran, Lin Manuel Miranda should stay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Actor. I you know <laughs> he he can rap. I listened to you sent me that video of him. I'm doing sorry. Thirty ninety. <laughs> I went to a deep dive after um because I wanted to hear Jonathan Larson sing it and there is mm-hmm. a video. It's it's yes. like 90s videotape, right? And it's so spot the on video, to Andrew's performance. He did think, a good job. You know, I mean, I think Andrew was able to hit the notes better, but still, still I, I, I mean like Andrew, emulating him. He he had oh, it, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, on yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's funny because I did see something and it's probably not Broadway lovers. Somebody who watched it was saying like Andrew Garfield, like kind of critiquing his voice. And mm-hmm. I was sitting there thinking you should hear Jonathan Larson sing it. Oh man. Well, Jonathan <laughs> Larson, he didn't but fancy he himself it. a singer. He owned, he owned it. it. He yeah. owned it. And it was great. And the performance is great. And the music's great. And the words. Yes. The words. So great. That's just what it is with Jonathan Larson in general. Like, ugh, he just knows the words to cut through your soul. Yeah. Yeah. After I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, I had to listen to the original Rent soundtrack. Yeah. Like the original cast recording because you wanted that. You want the like favorite shows. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, I mean, my first uh, introduction to Rent was the movie. Um, I've never seen it on stage. I would love to. I did. But it's so good. I didn't. But I'd love to. But um, and so I love the movie soundtrack, which is a lot of the original cast. But then, you know, you got Mimi and um, mm-hmm. Joanne are not yeah, the same. But Joanne, um, and she the voices are much- to be Joanne forever. So I was happy she got the movie role. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great actress. But um, so but the thing about the OG cast in the movie is their voices. They're obviously like when you listen to the original cast recording of Rent, they're fresh babies. Yeah, they're, they're Broadway babies. babies. They are Broadway and then you babies. Listen to the movie, and their voices are so they're seasoned. Much no pun seasoned. intended. That's it. I wanted to say. I wanted to say. They're seasoned of love. Yeah. No, I got it. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to say they were matured because it's been like whatever. What did that movie come out? Ten years oh, yeah, after it came the. Out longer, I think. I was thinking 2005, but I'm not really. Let me check the date. Google on it. That. I'm calling 2005. No, 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 no. Yeah, or 2007. Yeah, 2005. You're right. Yes, I love playing that game. Um. <laughs> anyways, so you know they had 10 years of Broadway hits and stuff like that, and so their mm-hmm. voices are seasoned. Um. But I like listening to the original Broadway cast because it's the words as Jonathan Larson wrote them. Yep. And it's not it you know. Just- condensed for movie purposes it's full on or changed for 10 years later um okay so for our final topic of the day it is you guessed it andrew garfield related and that is will and it's the it's like literally the biggest question of the year obviously at the moment will andrew garfield be in the new spider-man no way home reprising his role as peter parker from the amazing spider-man is it gonna happen colette i wish it does because i okay this is controversial but this is andrew garfield day he is one of my favorite spider-mans of all time he's my favorite spider-man of all time okay we're not gonna no one's gonna listen to this podcast no one cares about us (laughs) 
everybody's gonna be like done i listened to this for two hours I'll tell you, can i tell you why i actually just told my mom this because we were watching the the new one with tom holland um homecoming that's that's what was on the other day yeah. and i was like you know he's great because he looks like a child <laughs> and he yeah. looks like a high school student toby mcguire looked 40 we all know but it, we love that one because I, it's I nostalgia like yeah it's the nostalgia we love it because it's the original it's the og but andrew garfield his peter parker was so emo <laughs> that's not why i like it no i'll tell you what because he made himself it wasn't a nerd he made himself the outsider and that's what was good and was that movie also peter parker. It was a different peter parker and it showed how smart he was because he made his own web yes yeah it, yes. it got into his smarts and there was like a whole backstory with like his dad which i really enjoyed that's true that's true yeah. yeah um i my reason for liking andrew garfield the most is the reason i like the star wars prequels the most it's my childhood yeah. yes toby mcguire is my young childhood mm-hmm. but andrew garfield's more of my going to see it in theaters and really more invested As a teen. yes when did that come out let's play that um, game let me guess i'm cl- okay hold on i'm using spider-man you have it okay i'm guessing yep. it was probably it was after the social network Mm-hmm. and i was in college i'm gonna say 2011 2012 2012 yes yep anyways um <laughs> so yeah it's it's that and then um they're all different i mean they all bring their thing to yeah they Parker. all bring their special like, little toby mcguire to is the believable nerd mm-hmm. not popular smart his was I mean, also the Spider-Man smart. where he got knocked down and had to build himself back up again. Like, I still say this. Underdog. He's the, yeah, very the, underdog, he's the underdog, right? The second then, one is still one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. I will. Spider-Man 2? Yes. Yeah. It's really With good. With Doc Ock? Yeah. Yeah. Still one of my um, favorites. So, yeah. So, Tobey Maguire's believable underdog. Mm-hmm. I think people's biggest problem with Andrew Garfield, besides the emo-ness, is he was good, <laughs> super good looking. Yeah. And so, like, there's no way this guy's But that was the but point. You, but the, but yes. And, but you, but the emo-ness, the outsider emo-ness is the reason he's the outcaster. He's yeah. the, he's the, you know. like He did it to himself. Different vibe. And it fit. Here's the thing. It also fit that time period. Yes. Big time. That was big. 2012? In, right? Come on. Right? Come so on. That was my good Charlotte phase um, of life. But the biggest <laughs> thing I like about him is that he actually brings the Spider-Man humor. Yes. Yes. He had Toby that sarcasm. Maguire, yes. Yes. Um, specifically, the scene. The really, sneeze. it's the first scene. The sneeze. <laughs> yes. Um, and him with the, oh, no, my biggest weakness, tiny knives. Yes. <laughs> like yes. The, yes. Like, yeah he did yeah that was in toby mcguire's spider-man doesn't have that i mean no, like his not. venom his venom pretends we don't talk about that <laughs> we don't speak um, of spider-man 3. when i think of toby mcguire's spider-man the first thing that comes to mind is telly ho <laughs> mine is fly oh yeah go web go yeah no that movie was cringy camp it had cr- cringy camp it but did yes, have this camp. andrew garfield spider-man um he i will say okay he that one is my personal favorite but i think the best one is tom holland i really do yeah, yeah i think i think, I think age wise age wise it does have the humor it has the very you know mm-hmm. he's obviously very smart i can believe that he's cute but i could believe that he's Him being a nerd and 
outcast it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And his, nerd, his outcast is played based on like popularity. Not popularity. I think it's based on social social um like society like he's not the rich kid right okay yeah yeah yeah, you're right they're all flash thompson that kid's not like a hot jock he's just rich he's just rich yeah and the girl he's a different flash too which is really cool yeah they kind of flipped everything it's i like that yeah um one of the big things i heard that people critiqued with Andrew Garfield is that he and Emma Stone had no chemistry, which is crazy what? because they were dating in real life. They, they did. have the best chemistry. Best chemistry. And so, yeah, I feel like, I'll be honest, this is controversial. I felt, I feel like, I'll, I don't like Zendaya's character in this one. I don't like that. I like Zendaya, mm-hmm. but I don't like the character they have her portraying she's very it's very it gives me very ally sheedy in the breakfast club (laughs) i did not make that connection but now i am not as quiet but she's like (laughs) right yeah i liked her though i i like i like what they're doing with her and i like that she's kind of like like she's kind of like this like not gothic but like very dark uh humored a dark humor type thing it's weird to me with like the whole like I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. It's a weird dynamic. I like, like that he's kind of like this little like happy little nerd guy and she's kind of just like this kid. Cynical. Nerd kid. He's very <laughs> childlike. Is cynical the right word for her? Good. That's good. She acts it really well. She's phenomenal yeah. and does a great job. But th- my problem is I don't like the character like that. Okay. I don't like the character like you that. You don't like no, the character of Mary Jane that way yeah mj yeah right? mj like i feel like i don't know i don't know i don't think it fits for me it doesn't fit a gwen stacy type it doesn't fit a mary jane watson type i don't know if there are any other love interests that spider-man has <laughs> but it just doesn't fit to me i, I don't know and i think i don't hate it. i think she could have played this the same role like if they'd written it, a di- I don't know. I think she's, I think her casting is fine. It has nothing to do with Zendaya. It has all to do with the writing of that character. I could see it. Like, I think, who was the girl in the first movie, Homecoming, that he had a crush on? I don't on? know. I don't, her name I can't is Liz her name. in the movie. And Liz. Liz in the movie, but I don't know the actress's I thought, name. Okay, I thought for a moment that they were oh, going to make her like a Gwen Stacy instead and then he would find an mj yeah i thought they were doing a a switcheroo but i guess not yeah i don't know i don't know i mean i'll get over it it's fine it's a new you know a new thing like i'm not gonna like not watch the movie because it and i'm not gonna hate on zendaya for it i think she's an excellent i think she's fantastic i just she's uh, fantastic and everything i get your point on it but like i don't mind i don't mind her i don't i don't mind the way that it's written I kind of like that she's very um what's that thing where she's just like yeah I don't care uncaring right <laughs> yeah. like apathetic I think she said that where he's like oh I was doing this and she's like oh, I don't care <laughs> yeah right um yeah that whole thing I don't know whatever whatever um but 
more importantly, are Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire going to show up? I want it to happen so badly that I'm trying to not convince myself it's going to happen because Same. I don't want to be disappointed. WandaVision is the reason I am not holding out hope. I am not. Oh, WandaVision <laughs> should because be the reason no one holds out hope for anything. I that theorized I that Mephisto show went off the- so much and nightmare. And we, you and I went down that rabbit hole and I can't do it again. I cannot do it again. <laughs> <laughs> every uh, every yeah. week it was like and so what do no, you think i was convinced that john krasinski was gonna show up as, yes we both uh, were we both were as uh man, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, so much, and we were convinced that who else uh evan that, peters was gonna be mephisto i was convinced i wasn't convinced of that but um i was convinced that he was part of the multiverse i wasn't um, i was not convinced i was of that. i was convinced i was like this is gonna be the introduction of x-men and they freaking ruined it with a boner joke do you think okay one one theory do you think that they are going to introduce the x-men at the end of spider-man no way home no as the multiverse no, if- cracks open no i think they're gonna if they do it's gonna be at the end of doctor strange Right, because X Men, X Men is a part of Wanda's story. Yeah, she, yeah, she is yeah. the daughter of so, Magneto, which they're not yeah. doing obviously with this, but maybe in another multiverse. There's I think another it's Wanda. Have, I think there's not going to be an X Men crossover until it has. It's a project that has to do with Wanda. I do okay. think there's going to be a multiverse of madness ending mm-hmm. post credit. I think there's going to be some kind of. I think we're slowly getting into it because on Disney Day, um, I think Wanda is going to. They be announced the X Men the cartoon. When's Disney Day? Or they did? Yeah, they did. They announced it. Uh, well, I so think they're the getting the cartoon. I think the post credit scene is going to have to do with Wanda. I do too. I do because too. But did was... they release a poster for Multiverse of Madness? I, saw, I either no, saw a just fan a name edit. Card just a name card oh i saw a fan edit that looked real that there had is Wanda no, and... in fact i think they're doing reshoots right now so i think they're oh. holding off on everything yeah so that make that i i've heard they've done like 13 reshoots so far who's doing that movie that is mr sam raimi the director of the first spider-man franchise and it, God, i just like i want and that's why I people are it. connecting it so much and i'm like you know what because Doctor Strange is supposed to be a horror, and I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Um, I I want it to happen so badly. I do too. It's gonna be so sad if it doesn't. They clearly something some there's something that they edited out of that. Oh, definitely. Trailer. I mean, like, I mean that lizard was going after something. <gasps> nothing. Yeah, and then punched yeah, in the face by nothing. Yeah, and then seeing all the like people are comparing the. Um, far from home trailer to the movie where they mm-hmm. like like the f- they did not that the with first um... scene Spider Man's first scene in that movie where they trailered it he was in the um, his regular suit and, and then, then they the switched movie, it to the iron the iron suit yeah, yeah so um, well the same thing with Endgame they uh, oh they, yeah the, they the, took the, off the, the suits the pimp suit and there was one where um, Hulk was in it running oh really um no there was there was also a still of captain america holding onto the gauntlet like right when they're trying to get him not to snap he's holding onto the gauntlet and they took the the stones out of it 
Yeah. Yeah. So can't trick us marvel well yep, you can we, we if know, it has to do yeah, with a wandavision trick. tv show then yes you can but vision um no we'll have to see we'll have to see we're like two weeks out um yeah it's coming around isn't and it? yeah we're gonna explode if it happens. i will let you know if we're I'm gonna, gonna go cry to if, it if it doesn't happen i'm gonna turn on never let me go and i'm just gonna cry, cry. <laughs> Go watch that movie. I kind that, of don't want to go watch it right now. Best. You're just going to cry. cry. I, need a, I need a good cry. I'm going to go watch Never Let Me Go. <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm going to watch Atonement. That does not make me cry. That'll just make it me mad. Me if cry. I want to be ticked off, I'm going to watch Atonement. It makes me cry. Um, but yeah, Viewers, I... if you've not watched Atonement, just know you <laughs> might cry and you might be extremely angry. But you will want it's a good movie. <laughs> to buy the green dress. <laughs> Yeah, you'll wish you could pull that green dress yeah, off. Yeah, jeez. Um, anyways, we've been talking forever. This is going to be really hard for Colette to cut down. And I guess I did just put it all on her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, we hope, why not? We hope we were somewhat um, entertaining for you guys talking about movies. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to um, come back with themed episodes where it's not as chaotic and all over the place we're going to stick to a theme um i mean you can let us know what you want to us to talk about we might have guests when uh, we talk about stuff that we're not as versed in Mm -hmm. (laughs) we decide to have a reality tv one we're gonna have to find somebody yeah somebody Um, better than us i only watch big brother yeah so anyways um thanks if you listen to this if you got all the way through this thank you we appreciate (laughs) it and please let us know what's on your watch list let us know what's on your watch list and um tell us why if if it's something we haven't seen may have not seen tell us why tell us why we should watch it and you never know Um, we might talk about it on our next episode yeah we might talk about it um i if you want to reach out to us on social media colette's much more public than mine is. Um, I all of my social media is at broadcast Sarah. Um, the reason why we'll go into details later is I work in television news. So broadcast at broadcast Sarah, Twitter, Instagram. My Instagram's private, but I'll, you know, if you already follow me, I post things about movies all the time. Um, and then Colette, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter. It's the only thing that I have that's not private at the moment. And you can find me at Colette Garber. Perfect. Yeah, my Twitter's not private either. So, um, yeah, you can tweet at us there. We're hopefully going to start something great. um, And maybe I'll uh, start our own little Twitter for the watch list. Yeah. And a little TikTok. If this kicks off, yeah. Let's not make a little (laughs) Twitter that no one follows. Um, Anyways. Little Twitter. Little Twitter. So, anyways, yeah, we're going to start this off. um, And we'll see how it goes. So, thanks for listening to this one. We'll catch you next time. Cue that music, Colette. (laughs) 